Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a one trillion dollar tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk/greattalent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray, and I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll presents the Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. And- yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend that I don't. Right? Now. Hold it in. Hold on. And our current faves. And- Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. You're listening to The Jason Greger Show presented by Play Alberta. Experience all the excitement of the casino on your desktop or mobile device at playalberta.ca. Sign up and receive a $50 welcome bonus using the promo code CASINO50. Plains reporter Ryan Leslie. Leslie, good to talk to you, buddy. (laughs) Shotty, first of all, no chance (laughs) I would put myself in the same air as one Ed Whalen. No chance. Um, And I just love that uh, On the Rocks ad coming in. That was great. I'm sure you and I have even had a beer or two there. Yeah. What a spot. What a fun. I love it. It's a fun place, my man. It's a fun place. Well, I'm guessing you thought you're going to have a nice relaxing evening last night, maybe settle down, watch some Netflix. And then when the bomb dropped about the big trade of Lindholm going to the Canucks, what was your immediate reaction thinking about about this move for the the Flames? Well, I had somebody kind of telling me that uh, this may happen. And, uh, kind of kept an eye on it and was hearing some of the parts and thought it might even get a little bigger. And it just kind of started to snowball. I'd heard about Kuzmenko and the first, and then I didn't really know until it was, you know, it was probably after six o'clock uh, Calgary or Alberta time that uh, things started to really pick up. And then, you know, I was kind of talking to a couple of people about it and, you know, it just kind of, it, it it just kind of took on a little bit of that snowball effect. And, you know, I think it was one that uh, you kind of knew it was coming. I mean, you thought it made sense, but when, you know, and much like the whole Tanev, Hannafin, Lindholm was in that, you know, is he going to be a deadline deal kind of guy? Is this, is this going to happen sooner rather than later? You get a sense that maybe this all-star break might be a good time before the deadline, you know, businesses, starting to pick up a little bit some guys want to get ahead of the deadline so as this thing started to materialize um i was talking to uh even a player about uh some of the stuff that was going on and and i kind of was starting to think okay you know craig conroy is a new gm he's got to get this right you know like i'm not saying he's got to win a trade but he's got to get a lot back he's done very well so far he's been patient Conversely, he's also been active, and you could look at the Sharon Govich for Toffoli deal that looks like it's paying off for where Calgary is right now. It makes a lot of sense, and I think initially people were like, ooh, okay, wait a minute. But I was, I guess to your question, my original thought was, you know, you got to 
think Craig Conroy has to get one right here in addition to what Sharon Govich was. This is a rookie GM who some GMs are going to try and feast on and rip off a little bit and lowball. Has he got you know everything in order in order to either win or get great value in return? So that was kind of my thought: is is Craig going to pull this thing off the right way and and make a fan base uh, intrigued by what the return might be? I was I was happy for him. I thought he did really well in the return. Yeah, the return was a uh, Kuzmenko, a, a guy who I think mm-hmm. has a better game than he showed in Cal- in uh, Vancouver than the first rounder, the conditional fourth, and then the two young defensemen. Was he targeting? prospects there were two defensemen or was it just the two that he liked best or how do you think that came together for Craig Conroy well I haven't had a chance to chat with him just a little bit of text last night um but I know he's high on the Kitchener Rangers right shot d-man and I don't know I, I couldn't speak to the other prospect um as far as his evaluation of it but um I do know that uh, you know that's a d-man with uh, 69 points in the OHL I believe he's third in scoring um, there's a lot of offensive uh, upside there. There are some flaws to his game. You know, he's a third rounder, but I think he's second round value. And uh, there's some defensive uh, liability at times and average size and speed, but really great with the puck. Uh, probably needs to develop his defensive side of the game a little bit more by all accounts and those that I've talked to. Um, I haven't watched him live and I've only seen a little bit since the uh, Flames have uh, acquired him but uh, I did a little bit of homework on who this kid is and you know there's some some high praise for him he's a prospect to be sure but he's one uh, an American kid and you know Craig has uh, great relationships and great knowledge of uh, uh, you know a lot of the prospects that uh, are ready to make a jump you know he's been an AGM for a lot of years and he has scoured the globe so his knowledge of of these younger players are uh is pretty impressive. And, uh, you know, he would know, I think, more about the other guy. I certainly don't know enough about the other one, but to get those two prospects, to get uh, a first-rounder in Kuzmenko, who scored 39 a year ago, uh, still has another year on his contract. Um, I think think it's being received really well uh, in this market. I think uh, Elias Lindholm certainly is a fantastic player who – you know, is a rental and uh, is somebody that can really help the Canucks. But the reality is the ask was way too much uh, for Calgary and where they are. He had a fantastic run with Gaudreau and Kachuk, and uh, it hasn't been the same since those two two guys left. But I mean, understandably. Um, but uh, you'd like to see you'd like to see uh, more from Elias Lindholm here this year. But I think he's going to do good things in Vancouver. Talking with Ryan Leslie from Sportsnet, uh, Flames reporter, the big trade yesterday. Obviously, uh, Lindholm going to Vancouver with a, a group of prospects and picks coming back and Kuzmenko. Is it inevitable that both Tanev and Hannafin will be not no longer Flames come trade deadline day? I think that's the question everybody's asking. For my money, I do think that there's a lot... <laughs> You know, I think that a, there's a lot in play here, and I think the reality is 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 that any of this could still happen. In terms of, you could see them move, you could see them both resign. I know that the conversations between Hannafin and Conroy have been very positive, and I do believe that Noah Hannafin would get the best offer from the Calgary Flames. Um, 
I do think Chris Tanev is so highly respected and highly regarded in this organization and around the National Hockey League. You know, there is a thought of, you know, you're moving a lot of pieces out. It's still important to have a couple of key pieces here as you retool, and I'm using air quotes. But the idea of having Chris Tanev inside your locker room and on the ice I mean, is appealing to every GM in the National Hockey League. He's a leader, and I know you know that, and he is just a warrior out there. Um, but if you get your hair blown back by an offer, Chris Tanev's a pretty nice piece for a short-term run. He's got some miles, he's got some injuries, but he's got a heart, he's got a voice inside that room, and there's not many people who play with him who wouldn't say, we don't want him to go anywhere. And you can talk to any member of the Calgary Flames or anybody who played with him in Vancouver They'll tell you the same thing. That guy is just glue uh, inside that room and on the ice. So long way of saying, I think everything's still in play with those two players. I think the conversations uh, are really good. But now do both players say, okay, I'm pretty realistic about what's going on here. Do I want to be a part of it going forward? If you're Noah Hannafin and they make you the best offer of that you'll have come across your desk and you're okay with this retooling, then it makes a lot of sense. Noah Hanovan's an American player who absolutely loves Calgary, absolutely loves playing in the city, and they need that, right? You, you heard a couple of things back after COVID when Kachuk and Gaudreau, and there was a thought that, oh, why can't Americans, they don't want to play in Calgary, this kind of thing. Well, you got Blake Coleman who's having a career year. He's a Texan, and you got Noah Hanovan who absolutely loves it. And uh, I could see him staying, but I could also see at one point where both sides, much like we've seen before, where both sides kind of walked away from the table, not under anything bad. Let's just see where things go. Chris Tanev, what could he get in the uh, open market? Is he Could he get three? Could he get four more years? Um, I know Chris Tanev well enough to say this guy's content wherever he is as long as the mandate is to win. So we'll see how that all shakes down. And what about the goalie situation? If there's, yeah. It seems like there's a logjam there with, uh, you know, Vladar, obviously uh, Markstrom, and then the youngster, Wolf. What Does that need to be resolved prior to the uh, trade deadline or end of the season? Well, for my money, and I can only speak for, you know, kind of the creative <clears throat> approach that, okay, well, what are you doing here? We're, if we're saying goodbye to all these players that we've talked about here, if you're the Calgary Flames, you say, okay, well, wait a minute. Well, what about Jacob Markstrom? Now, he is the undisputed number one goaltender here and he has been sensational and I think he should be in I know his numbers aren't exactly uh, the best in the league but his play has been as good as anybody's and and I say that um, knowing that last year wasn't a good year this year's a bounce back and if somebody needs a goalie LA New Jersey Toronto whatever are you going to maybe get desperate enough where you're going to make an offer I don't know he's got a no move clause you don't want to go to him without anything that's absolutely serious, but he has to be looking at all of this as well. To me, this is before you even get to Vladar and Wolf, you have to figure out what you're doing with your clear cut number one guy. And then, because I really believe he's the guy that could potentially, if this scenario ever were to unfold, get you the most return. And then you deal with it. Um, I, ha- I mean, Dustin Wolf, by all accounts, has done everything. To get to this point, he has very little to accomplish anywhere else. He needs to do it at the NHL level. Dan Vladar is a fantastic backup scenario for Jacob Markstrom. Good team guy, and you can rely on him. 
guys, depending on, you know, what GMs are looking for what, do they need a backup, do they need insurance? You know, Jacob Markstrom still carries a pretty good price tag. So I want to figure out if I'm the GM, what I'm doing with Jacob Markstrom, given what's happening. He's still got term. He's got a good ticket. Um, and he's still your guy with a no-move clause. So once you can figure that out, given where you're going with the rest of the pieces, then I think it determines what you do with Ladar and Wolf. I myself would be very comfortable if the scenario was that you had to move on from Markstrom this year or next year. I'd be happy with those two guys as a tandem in Vladar and Wolf. But you, you've got some hurdles to jump over before you get to that point. So uh, as far as if Markstrom were to stay the number one guy... A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. And what are you going to do about those backups? I mean, it's, at some point, you got to get to Dustin Wolf more reps. So you may have to move on from, from Vladar, but I think before you do that, you've got to figure out what you're doing at the number one spot. One last one for you. Ryan Huska's first year as an NHL coach. How is he holding up and, and, and kind of, you know, assisting in this team trying to get into the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's the right guy for the job here. Um, good communicator has a relationship with the younger players who are now maybe, you know, mainstay or at least regulars here. Um, you know, he's got a great relationship with the D men as he was in charge of them uh, the last couple of years. Um, I think given where they are right now and the direction they're trying to go, he's a perfect fit in that good communicator, good relationships, good hockey man, been around the game, coached it, played it, knows the market and knows the objective and, I think right now is is just a, the right fit. So I think it's been good by all accounts. Certainly, uh, uh, he's taken some nights where he's had to make some hard decisions. Uh, I can go back to when he uh, had Jonathan Huberto sit uh, a couple of months back in the third period, and you would think rookie coach sitting a high priced player who's underperforming, there might have been a lot of backlash there. I think that was when he realized, and he admitted to me that, you know, I was a little nervous about having to do something like that. Like, that's a pretty gutsy move at this point in your NHL head coach career. And it didn't, it didn't ruffle any feathers from the player to the fan base, to the media inside that locker room. It was the, he, he made the right move and he did it with conviction and he did it for the right reasons. And he did it with communication. And I think he was respected for it. And there, there wasn't any real, backlash as a result so he's had to make a couple of tough calls and uh you know having guys take a seat having guys not playing managing ice time you know and when he thinks that he needs to be better in that department he owns it he's really good at that so yeah keep an eye on it i think he's uh he's a coach that i think is intriguing uh he's learning but he's also 
very uh, – when I say he's learning, I think he's <laughs> learning where he can go as a head coach uh, and what he's doing, and he's very forthright about all of it. And I think uh, he's going to be one to watch because uh, he's a good man, and he's a good coach, and I think uh, people really respect him. Ryan, I appreciate the insight, and I'm sure there'll be more of these calls as uh, players yeah. leave town and new arrivals come in to start the new generation of uh, Flames. <laughs> it's heating up. Thanks for having me. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.